Ah, Seamheads, it's time. The month of June is upon us. State tournament. We're going to talk all about that with Mike and Shift in here with us. Also, we'll break down the field of 64 for college baseball. A little MLB on the back end as well. Shifty will tell us about his whole excursion down there into the uh, the land of high school baseball's only game of the year. Mike always has something on the trail. We're always just talking, Bell. So you guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab that coffee, fill stuff in the evening, grab that drink, and come on back. Because it's a hard 90 meeting on the mound. All about some tournament baseball here on a porch. Let's go. I want to bring up a thing I did back when, remember when uh, the Red Sox kind of did the Evaldi in the World Series and kind of. Oh, yeah. As the closer type? The opener, closer, like. Right. So that offseason, I sent in a message to your your buddy, Kirchkin. Okay. Timmy. Okay. I, I came up with this, you know, just kind of theory. What if, what if baseball went away from starting pitchers? Just all together. All together and had like middle, like, design, like from the, from minor leagues up went. Max, you're going to pitch three innings, maybe four. Right, right, right. Okay. And then just like plot out the year, 162 times nine. And like I did this whole math nerdy thing. Like I'm just like this a nerd with it. I nerded it out because, you know. nerded it out for Timmy K. For Timmy K. It's worth it. Yeah. And I was hoping to get an answer from him, but I did get an answer back from some ESPN because like they they, they post them out, they post their Instagram and emails on on the website, whatever. Right. And this guy sends me back a message, like he said, "That'll never happen." <laughs> he said, "All the contracts and all the things are designed." Like, and again, I don't know all the details and contracts, but I, I was like, "Man, if you think about it." Actually, it'd be Save. easier on them on the contracts too, because then they would. You're trying to less incentives down, different things like that. Keep less the value. Low. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say keep the innings low. But but, for, but, you know. but I, I don't mean to interrupt. But like juice of a game, knowing your guys going to, then you got such and such that's shaky coming in then maybe, who knows. I mean, you're going to bring it as a position player regardless. But I want to know we got a guy on the hill we're playing today. I mean, I just think it adds so much to the emotional spectrum of what's happening. When you know what's happening. Oh, right. no, 100%, Mike. I agree with that. Having the, having the guy, having your dude, having a stopper. But, yeah. 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 but tell me, where are those in the game anymore? Oh, like there's, plenty there's plenty of them shift. But I mean, in the show, and I, yeah, there's always a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's your ace, but like, I, I often think, man, the the they pull quick, man. They it's do. Inning, that guy could have your starter could have for the Pirates could have made it through that inning. Come on, like it's a hundred percent, hundred. But you know, so, I, 
it's almost like they don't want to give people the opportunity anymore though like it's so like mm, you're good is the philosophy you're saving him for I'm not saying October but hey hey know, hey, like, hey now hey you they, the they whole, could be saving him for October they could no I'm just saying for the whole season <laughs> so you're looking at it the long past instead of the, the totality yeah I don't know the philosophies. That's what I was going after. I was like, you break down your pitching staff, and this is what you need. And so, like, there are tons of arms that are, I mean, they might not be accurate, but throw in triple digits. I saw, like, the Mets. That was one thing. The Phillies, I was like, geez, their bullpen can't hit the strike zone, but they can hit a radar gun. I was like, dang. But I don't know. I just threw it out there. He said, "No, that'll never happen." I was like, and then, and then there comes the Tampa Bay Devil Rays reading your tweet and being Shut like, <laughs> "Interesting." Let's think about this. And the they opener. did, because that's what I did. I, that's not, that was my email. Was the opener? Yeah, they had that. that was, was it the, really? That was Time my, out. When, when did you do this? Now you did this when, prior to the race. When the when the Red Sox beat the Dodgers. With Evaldi, wow. and they had like the opener type philosophy. I think the Rays did it when they did they lose the Red Sox in that in the I don't know, but the same season the Rays were doing you, it too. You could see it starting to come from Tampa, and you were kind of like on it. And then so the ESPN's like, like, "Nah, not everyone will do this. That was a special circumstance." Well, yeah, but the, the, so why why that philosophy doesn't match throughout the season? I look at it like, hey, shoot, you're saving your pitcher's arm. But are you? I don't know. Like, I love Mike. I love the hosses that'll just be Go the six or seven. dog and just say, no, I'm going into the eighth inning. Screw y'all. Like, that's what Scherzer would do. Right. Garrett Cole. Stay out. The Mitch Kellers of the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think uh, that's interesting. I think it's. I think on the whole, I think you're right there, Shift, saying that mm, it's probably better off to keep your pitchers fresher and kind of maybe the guy who's not the guy kind of go about it that way. I, I saw a lot as far as the younger levels go. Of, of I saw a lot of complete game on the trail this year. Yeah, Mike, you know, I think that's a good point, though, when you talk about younger levels in high school and college. If you've got that guy, and you, I think this is especially true. Now, and you know what? Interesting how you talk. And I think this kind of leads into what we – the topic of the night to this point, which has been pitching. I think you let a guy go when a guy's got it. Yeah. And 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 whatever else is going on, man, you're playing, whatever else. Unless it's, unless it's strategically in a regular season for rest purposes because you've got so many games and you just don't have the ability, you let a guy eat. You let him go. You let him continue to throw until, you know, you're, you're until that guy doesn't have the juice or they start hitting him. You know, you have to know the signs. I mean, oh yeah, how many playoffs walk? You know, do you see lost on keeping a pitcher in one two batters too long. Yeah, I All think time. definitely. All I mean, time. I, I think the big one for me, Mike, is the control, like. Right, fellas, excited. Little inside chip in there at the state tournament, Goodmore Park. 
coming up this week. This, Thursday, this week. Friday, I'm in the house. <laughs> yeah, where, where, can, where can we actually do Oh, you, you, I mean, I'm you know someone who can get you in a lot kid. of places there, buddy. You know. Yeah, that's v- that's VIP cool. lounge, you know. Oh, one of the suites. No oh, the Solar Holler VIP lounge, you know, right there beside the, uh, the the stats and media room. You're going to have to have the music. There's options. We're going to have to hear. Oh, and, and that's okay. That's okay. You know, now granted, the guy who's your announcer for this. I'll say there's a timeout on the field, and there's no timeouts in baseball. Just what? mound visits. What? Just what? pitching changes. They still say time. No, he says there's a there's a timeout. There's a there's a timeout on the field. The umpire. It's all like it's football. Yeah, he acts like he's a basketball and football guy, which wow. he probably more is. But that's yeah. enough. I'm with you. Plus the voice as well. But anyway, um, it'll be a fun week down there at Gilmore Park, fellas. I'm, I'm excited. I know, Shift. Uh, I think the folks need to hear about your experience oh. up there in, in the AA regional. I, and it gets to the point of talking about, man, some crazy stuff going on down at Logan. Oh, uh, that was where it all started when I <laughs> stepped my foot right in it. I mean – I mean, shit to hear what Mike let's has just, to say after the whole put, story comes out. Let's just put it. Th- let's just put it this way: Shift has not been to a high school game all year. He shows up, <laughs> game two of one of the biggest regionals in the state, and he becomes the story. <laughs> not really, but like, <laughs> where the umpire started up a little bit. We've already him. talked about. We've already talked about the umpires enough this year, and uh, sure enough, they uh, have to show their face. So. <laughs> They must yeah, have listened like, to the podcast and heard about you. I was like, so I show up to a pretty competitive baseball game. I'm like, my God, I'm, I'm impressed here. Boys are, are, you know, doing their little dabs. And, like, that's one thing. Like, a lot of energy, a lot of celebrating second over a pass ball kind of thing. But I don't know. But anyway – Ooh, a, so little much, Logan, a little much, a little much, a little much. Yeah, a little much, a little, you yeah, know, been there before kind of thing. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, and it's the Logan program at that, you know? The Logan, so the first game, which I was not in attendance for down the Logan Historic Park, I guess. I mean, it's been a legend from what I found out. <laughs> Mike loves bridge. It. Mike, they have a bridge that's full of, uh, let's call some escapades with wife beaters and, uh, some police involved as well. Uh, come to find out, but we'll get to that later. So that there was some uh, things said to my buddy's wife with their wow. eight-year-old daughter oh in, in earshot. That uh, were some pretty pretty profane things. So next next night they lost uh, four to two or something. The Winfield Generals lost that game. So I need to go see my buddy. And his son, senior, shout out to Maddox Schaefer, center fielder. And so I want to go see him play. Could have been his, potentially his last baseball game. So I had to get, I had to show up. More on that later, too. So we'll get to the game. And it's, again, it's competitive. These boys are, you know, coming to play. And so I'm, I'm behind the dugout a little bit, sit with mama, just, Check on her after all that escapades on game one. 
Then I go down to the uh, third base third baseline behind the dugout uh, where you can kind of see where the third baseman and, and umpire hang out. You know, these got, shoot, what, four umpires for the regional? I'm like, my goodness, they're going to make they got to <laughs> pay crew, all these man. boys. They're going to have to Full pay crew. them all, I guess. But, uh, in in mid June for these games here. Yeah, so these umps have have uh, they've heard a little bit about what happened. The school board was involved. The coach, even the head coach Gertz, is that his last name? Blake? That is correct. That is correct. Gertz uh, had to make an old Facebook post, you know, apologizing for such antics. So really on edge on that, I guess, and. Mike, I'm just chatting. I'm just chattering, just telling the you know, trying to get in that third base head. First and well, third situation. Well, first, thing, yeah, yeah. All right. first and third, you mm-hmm. know, you're gonna say, yell out there, step off, step off, or back, back, you know, just kind of button or or you know, like steal or squeeze, you know, all these little like within all within the the beauty of the confines of the game, right? All beauty, no profanity, and, and nothing yeah. talking about your mama, your wife, or any <laughs> female parts. Let's I mean, let's just say all that. It's right, right. And so, literally, it was like pretty hilarious because you could actually get in these little kids' heads, and and you're like, I, I kind of knew. They would cr- crumble under it, and they're scoring runs off of first and third, and you know he's bunting he's bunting his way into the third game. Essentially, that's what the coach Winfield did, and they couldn't field the position. Are you pro Winfield? I forget. Uh well, that's my buddy, so I, I guess I'm I'm rooting for him, but I'm like I don't really know the whole dynamic, and I'm like I said, I stepped right into Logan <laughs> right in the middle of the Logan. Uh, antics of what happened i'm like well this is fun because you know let's just throw that you know raw raw fans and you can tell the the mom show the mom baseball moms are out in full force so anyway i'm yelling out things and i'm just you know saying whatever and so i i say for like two pitches in a row uh step off step off and loud enough, so of course anybody on the third baseline can hear it. And the blue comes over, umpire comes over. <laughs> Whoever's saying "step off, step off," that's got to stop right now. <laughs> and I'm like, I look over to my buddy. I said, "Is he serious?" I said, "Did he just do that?" I said, "I." I said, "The only game I show up and I get, I get chirped at by umpire." And yeah. I said, I'm not even in the lines. And I'm like, what is this going on, Mike? I said, hey, I should have yelled at him, pay attention to the game. Like, I've heard a lot worse and, and a lot more things said in games. And the blue umpire just looks forward. Just do your job, son. Like, do your job, kid. And anyway. <laughs> Golly. I'm just like. What happened to officiating in high school sports to have some man umpire come over and hush a fan for saying uh, step off for saying, yeah, a simple baseball action. And now, granted, this kid was a sidewinder. I'm, I'm not, I'll, I'll put in some love for the Logan since they hacked this podcast. <laughs> 
I'm going to say that those boys actually look like a team that could play at a higher level or, you know, they've, they've established the program and the culture down there. So props to that. Yep. And makes it even more impressive that Winfield took them out. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say, you know, sometimes the ball just find like you said, the baseball gods are, uh, yeah. yeah. And then one thing we've said this before, feeling your position, fundamentals, simple first and third situations. Like, I don't think you can go over that enough. No, I don't. I don't know if practices just consist of taking BP, you know, and getting your pitchers off of the side on flat ground. I don't know what they're doing but I'd be practicing some first and third this week for preps for the tourney uh, because when you put down a bunt, there's a lot of things that can happen, a lot of moving parts. Yep, and, and it's different to hit the ball in the air. Teams yeah. catch the ball when you hit the ball in the air. Yeah. When you, when you hit the ball on the ground, you got to you gotta catch it, throw it, catch it again. Yeah. Sometimes so, that's not the easiest thing for certain – it reminds in pressure of, situations too. Oh yeah. So like baseball in the higher, you know, ups, there's a lot of homers, a lot of that, you know, power hitting. You don't see a, a lot of that. And I it reminded me of my days back in the little pip squeaks. I'm thinking, yeah, we didn't see a lot of homers, but man, did you learn baseball in situations? And so I get chirped at Mike. Just saying a little bit of that, and now, granted, I'm in Winfield. The culture in Winfield is very sensitive. It's <laughs> very sensitive. I had a woke. I say that it was a woke umpire. So if they're if they're woke, okay, umpires, then I don't know what to do there because I'm I've never had one until I stepped into the Winfield. So woke umpires, <laughs> man. I mean, what what else isn't what is isn't woke? It's 2023, but you know, I mean, you like you like to think blue could at least be. Hey, by the way, I think this is a little trick that um, I'm going to start using again. But man, having your uh, your catcher, pitch, or whoever else, you know, talk to have them shake the umpire's hand, not just the coaching staff. Remember the first name, not just blue, but hey, hey, Tony, you know, or hey. Hey, Cal, what's up? You know what I mean? Having a little rapport with the umpires, I think. By uh, this time of year. For, for yeah. your kids. Yeah. And with your kids, too. Maybe you get one. Yeah. Maybe I, you I totally agree. You know, and then you don't lose games on a walk-off box and <laughs> add calls to the plate. So, you know. So Mike, I don't know if you've seen the officiating on the circuit, but oh, we've got sure. some work to do. Uh he got his money's worth, but he was definitely scared of maybe a riot happening between the both sides of the green Winfield and the blue Logan. That blue, that blue and kind of a, a stained, faded yellow gold Logan. I, I saw an umpire throw out two rows of fans earlier this season. That was a bit much. Sometimes when you throw on a blue shirt, it just it just sends the ego overboard. Oh, but boys, I saw 
I saw I, Derek I, Holland get ejected this Sunday um, after throwing four pitches. He kind of uh, kind of told told everybody what he thought about him. Said they were trash. Uh, grab grab the uh, the mar the marbles the cojones <laughs> at the at the blue at blue. <laughs> um, and then he was escorted out by uh, none other than the Canal Valley's uh, Andy McPherson. He was an umpire <laughs> that day. Um, so what a what a Sunday afternoon! And there was like a family. It was Little League Sunday, oh, and uh, there was like there was like a, a, a mom who goes, "There's kids in the crowd." <laughs> I heard that when I opened up the window from the you know, press box there for a quick second. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna turn turn this back over here, but uh. It's fun. It's fun. I hate bright calls. Oh, you want to talk about some chirpy individuals? State the, tournament parents. The catcher shouldn't be throwing the ball back when the strike call is made, like simultaneously to the strike call. Hate that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, let it breathe a little bit. You know, just just make the call. I don't, yeah, there's, there's there's no reason for that. The late ones killed him. Yeah, I mean, hey, be be on time, be efficient. You know, come on, blue. It's not that hard. You know, and you hope. Well, uh, this time of year, the the umpires don't don't decide games. You know, in in the college and in high school ranks, with this being the time of year. Well, I guess Logan to finish the story. You know, had to have somebody arrested for saying they're going to gut the umpire, which is totally yeah. pretty insane. And and, 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 and they shift, went to jail. So, not not even not even was this in a this wasn't just a high school game. This was a this was a little league game. Yeah, <laughs> in Logan, that they had somebody saying they were going to gut him for the zone. So um, so they take it serious down there. Obviously, <laughs> I did not know what I was saying when I was very polite. Like I said, I had no uh, profan- profanity saying, and uh, just trying to stay within the ball game of what I know as, uh, you know, American baseball. Being good, being good chatter, yeah. So hey, American no. baseball is a lot different than the Logan County baseball, I guess. So, so Shifty, if I get you in that suite up there, you you cannot be chirping. I can't chirp. You can't be chirping up in anything. It looks bad upon the uh, press box, you know. Yeah, we can't we can't have it's a reflection. Do it's a reflection of the community, so right. I don't know. Like he definitely is a punk. He was scared. He was woke. I'm not sure what was going to happen, but uh, I, I had to keep it. I just laughed it off, Mike. It was pretty <laughs> hilarious. And hey, and then then those general generals came back and scored what four in the seventh. Oh, beat Logan. just imploded on themselves. And uh, yeah, I I I want to say coaching had a lot to do with that, but uh, I wonder what would have happened there up on the uh, the bridge there during that four run implosion. I'm glad the cameras weren't there. Oh yeah, that, I, I, what I heard was my buddy said that it ended up being five cops up there. So it went from one. <laughs> Three nights. So the whole ago, police department was one there. One night, one cop on one night, and then by the end, of the third game, there was five cops. So, <laughs> if that says anything, they were rough and rowdy. They were uh, ready. Hey, but for Winfield to come through that and win, win, win the game three there, and win two in a row after losing the game one to Logan, 
shows their strength. And, man, they got to be the team to beat with Fry on the mound, obviously. You know, he's thrown some real good games there. I saw him throw almost a no-no against Nitro in the sectionals. Um, you, you would think that that's going to put them, you know, in a great position. Now, you know, obviously uh, the Shady and Kaiser game, the nightcapper there on Friday, it should be a good one too. And you know Shady will throw Cameron Manns, who's, you know, can touch upper 80s with, with a little movement. So totally anticipate seeing Shady and Winfield uh, on championship Saturday. Although, you know, I mean, hey, hey, I mean, Lewis County, those boys knocked off Hoover, so that will not be an easy game for uh, Winfield because Hoover's got themselves a program, and Lewis County supposedly hits. But, I mean, I, I definitely expect to see uh, the Generals tangoing with the uh, the Tigers there. From Do you Spring. think that they will show up in green being that it's pretty local? I think, I think you're going to get great crowds from both. Really, Winfield okay. and okay. Shady Spring up there. Uh, I mean, now, granted, you got Kaiser. Now, I know that we got some boys that are going to be in the suites there from Kaiser. They're they're ready to rock. Nice. Um, and I mean, I don't know about Lewis County. I haven't had any contact yet there, but still waiting to hear. You know, it's trying to make this an experience for for the fans as well. You know, get them in a suite, man. Get them yeah. get them in a party area. Have a little fun there. There at the. Uh, you know, go for good times, go for good right there at the at the state tournament. You know, hey, but uh, obviously we're all kind of interested in that double A bracket. I know, Mike. You know, you you want your boys there at Shady to do well because that's at your home course there at Glade, so makes sense. Nice, <laughs> that's a good spot as well. Oh, yeah, like, that's that's not right. far. Yeah, should should be a good one. I know Coach uh, Jordan Meadows there for Shady, very uh, you know, good guy. I talked with him earlier this week and. Uh, Got those boys ready, back-to-back appearances. Winfield hasn't made it since I think it was like 90 – or excuse me, 99 or 2001, somewhere in that range. So it's been a good 20-plus years. So should be a lot of emotion in that double-A bracket. Um, that's the Friday nighters. Thursday nighters, Mike, the single-A showdown. That's, yeah. And we yeah, – that's where we've lived all year exactly. in the single-A race in the circuit. Um so, I mean, the second game is the marquee game, obviously, the Catholic-Wahama matchup there. I'm excited. Rematch of last year's state championship. We're in Catholic, just small bottom to death in the seventh inning and found a way to win it. Uh, we know Wahama doesn't have the same players back, but, I mean, talk a little bit about that, uh, Mike. And then, obviously, hey, the first game, too, is interesting. Uh, Tyler Consolidated is really, really good, and, and they've got a matchup with Petersburg. Uh, primetime game. uh yeah, yeah, ravage you on the call. Yes. <laughs> we don't want to ravage even for that one, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll take me and you. I'll, I'll start with the I'll start with the game. I don't know as much about uh, Tyler consolidated. I know they they had a pretty dominant season. They beat Williams yet to the tournament. Uh, really, thirty really. wins too. That's pretty yeah. good. Wow, wow. From yeah. what I have heard from people that have watched them, they've got like three solid starting arms, which is important. And they have they just have a senior laden squad. They're not gonna hurt they're not gonna hurt themselves. Yeah. Um, they're gonna make the plays, they're gonna play clean, efficient, crisp baseball. And like and you the, said, they have three arms. That's that's a re- huge benefit in a in a two week, you know, two day tournament when once you burn a guy, I mean, unless you're throwing him less than thirty pitches, you can't bring him back. And and then as far as Petersburg goes, haven't seen him had him uh, on the call for a softball game last week, but 
They're like five hours away. I actually have a Petersburg baseball sweatshirt that I the, accidentally the from one of my buddies, but uh, have never seen them play. Yeah, the, the old Vikings of Petersburg. Hey, man, you know, yeah. they're coming in as the four seed, so be interesting to see how it goes for them. Like you said, it's five hours away. Don't know a lot about Petersburg. Um, but we do know Catholic and Wahama should be a great matchup. That would do. And, I mean, honestly, I think the winner, though, is going to have a tough, tough test with Tyler Consolidated if the pitching is as solid as you say it is on the three levels. Although Catholic got plenty of arms there uh, with Blades and, and um, Zamora as well. So, I mean, they can, you know, I, I think they could they could also easily pull this thing off too. Now, Mike, do you think Wahama's got enough arms to be able to, to, to win this thing? Yeah, definitely. The, so, Wahama, they have three legitimate starters, and they've all thrown in the state tournament. Um, there's two in particular that have had a really good season. Um, and we haven't said anything stupid yet on this podcast, so we can – We have not. <laughs> um, you got you got Bryce Zuspin, who's uh, just a really pinpoint accurate lefty, and then Aaron Henry, who's a senior that can – he's got a little bit more velocity. He's got good movement on the curveball. They're, they're both – the ace, so to speak. I'm not sure which one is the ace, so we'll see what one coach yeah. to go with. Um, be interesting it, to see. Maybe you can use even maybe use both of them when uh, on 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 Thursday night. You also get that day of rest, so that's that's an interesting element that's added into the to the Thursday semis for single A. You know, you keep a kid under you know, under 50 pitches, you could bring him back for Saturday. You, you could. That's a dimension. It's that given. The uh, caliber of opponent, um, I mean, Catholics are a really good squad. They're the defending champions. So, I mean, I, I, I think you could have easily been Wahama, though. Depending on the flow. Yeah, you're a couple plays away from winning that one. And it, it is almost exactly, this, not exactly, but it's almost the same squads. There's, I know there's two really good players that Wahama lost. They've developed a couple solid ones and a lot of their back. Um, it's going it's to be a really good game. I, and it's going to be packed. You talk about atmosphere. I was at the softball tournament, and uh, Little Creek, obviously, way smaller venue, but Wahama took up half of that thing. Nice. And they won, they won their third straight championship. I think they'll have probably the biggest crowd there. Uh, oh, yes. And, and I'm not saying wow, Wahama over Winfield. That's intriguing. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's not weird. It's just really impressive. Like, it's just they have a gigantic fan base. Like, it, they do. Hey, you know, interesting. I mean, like we said, sounds like truly three contenders, contenders there in single A. You know, the smallest fan base, probably all of them, Catholic. And there's a reason for that. But <laughs> wow. We, we, won't, we won't go there's into that. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> just being honest, Shift, there's a reason. They, there's a they, don't reason. Have a, they don't have a true community to pull from. I mean, it's, you know, we're being we political here. We could get uh, your priests uh, and your local nuns. I won't say, I won't say any more than that. Okay? <laughs> um, it has nothing to do with anything else. Um, so, <laughs> now, hey, you talk about some fan bases, though, in the AAA ranks, the Friday morning session. You get a 10 a.m. Cabell Midland-St. Albans matchup. Um, Midland knocked off Hurricane, so you know they playing well. And Spring Valley, I mean, those are the top two of the top five teams in the state. So Midland's the one seed now. Uh, although, man, St. Albans, that's going to be a battle, a war. Um, watched St. Albans earlier this year in a game 
MSAC kind of like – I think it was even a fifth-place game maybe. Um, third or fourth – maybe third or fourth, maybe fifth. I don't know. It, it was one of those games. I believe actually it was. It was a fifth, sixth-place game in the, in the Mountain State Athletic Conference tournament, and uh, they lost to St. Albans in extras. So, uh, I mean, decent, but I think, uh, you know, Midland looks like they're a little bit stronger. Um on that end, and then man, the uh, the game coming up. Then after that, University in Hedgesville. I don't know, but I figure the boys down there in the University um, probably pretty tough too. Triple A, so it should be you know theoretically the highest quality of games. Although to some extent, the second game of the Triple I, I I know the least about probably of any other game in this whole tournament. Ooh. Yeah, I mean the Hedgesville University game. Don't even really have an idea of what to think. So I wanted to, I wanted to ask this because it was obvious with a, a program like Logan and, and I guess I could say Winfield, but let's even drop down to your single A. And it reminded me of my high school days. So you've got programs that have to develop that eighth grader. And then you've right. got a Cabell Midland that cuts the eighth grader and say, well, we've got two 10th graders that, you know, are a lot more talented. But in some cases, Blaine, you've got to work with that eighth grader. And I was impressed. So, like, props to these programs that develop and build that. I mean, like I said, I had no idea what I was stepping into with Logan. (laughs) And they developed a program. Sounds like the same with some of these single single schools, too. You almost have to. Here's the problem now, too. This hope scholarship, it's going to take away some from the private schools, but it also allows kids to transfer whenever they want out of pretty much anywhere. Um, in terms of the prep schools going to public schools and public schools back to private schools, so it's sort of like a portal situation in high school sports, which is it's a little dicey. Yeah, I just I don't know if your preference over one, but so I came from programs that had to develop, like we didn't have lots of pickings from the big South Carolina teams that high schools that had, like I said, hey Mike, they, had or, to cut, they had to cut JV teams and things like that. You know, you know, you know, shift. I'll say this. I, I think you got to have Java squad. I think you got to do a little bit of both, man. I think you got to develop, but you got to have, you got to kind of have stuff to develop from, right? Like the bigger schools have the ability and the ones that are good programs are the ones that have, you know, 40 kids going out and yeah, right. you might, you might cut 10 of them. You I, know, I never played with a great one that spent a lot of time on JV and that's coming from a guy that spent a lot of time on JV. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I mean, I, not, I, I think in some of these AAA <laughs> schools, you, you do have it happen. So, so, sometimes though, the, the game gets cut off. The head coach is usually traveling with the real team it's it, it's the you play three and a half innings and and you just probably finished your Taco Bell. It's just not a good situation. I'm not against JV if you do it right. I feel like a lot of times it becomes a joke. Yeah. It it I think Mike. I think and this is key. I think as well, the schools that have good JVs tend to have good programs. Logan has has a good JV. Mike. My, my, my sophomore year, we had a fun coach that would, like, come up with stuff. No, it was my freshman year. He would come up with things to, like, make the game more entertaining. 
And one year it was like, it was the JV tournament. It was like the last two games were the JV state tournament. And so it was like, we had to win the semis and the championship was actually at Logan. And I forget, it was just made up in our heads whether or not we, but Logan, we actually did. We actually did this with man, actually. Really? Yeah. Logan um, did have a great JV though. That's an example. Yeah, it does. Well, I mean, it, because Hey, you want to build a program. That's how you do it. You give kids meaningful at bats instead of just practices, you know, and then yeah. once the season gets going, it's tough to really practice all the time because you're playing all the time, you That's know, and, and you, things, man. You, you actually get it. You actually get a day off here and there, right. you know, and actually I'll tell you this during that tournament, man's man's catcher after the game was smoking cigarettes behind the, uh, <laughs> and we were walking out to our trucks and stuff and we're like, wow, you know, Bad news bears. Pretty wild. Yeah, man. The Hillbillies, yeah, man, had, had their catcher just smoking heaters out yeah. there in a the parking lot after the game. JV catcher. <laughs> 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 right. But, man, that guy probably ended up playing here in a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. Probably, yeah. Actually, I think the guy ended up being a – went to Marshall and is in a fraternity, I, I remember back. So, last, yeah. time, last time I was with him, because he was a distinctive dude. So, when I saw him on campus eventually later on in my life, I was like, oh, well. Yeah. That's the catcher for man. I That's remember you smoking Stokies. Yeah, dude. The <laughs> to, to forget that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That's well, awesome. I mean, fellas, going to be a great – I mean, I'm talking great weekend. Um, if you get a chance, you know, guys out there, come on out to Gilmore Park and uh, take, take a look, man. Good for the soul. You know, there's going to be four games Friday, two Thursday, so six – semis and then three championships on saturday uh should be fun boy you work there yeah i'll be there i'll be there we'll, we'll be we'll be we, we, we can record we can record we do a live show and no i'm in i'm in boys <laughs> the midnight shift. We'll, we'll find a way um it, it, it's gonna be fun i let's let's go ahead fellas real quick though let's Throw it out there, prediction time. What are, what are we picking in each in each uh, classification? I'll let you go first, Mike. Oh wow, I'm gonna go backwards. Um, okay, okay. I don't know the order either, yo. The uh, yet for the state for the title games on Saturday. I don't know what that is. If it's single, double, you know, I don't know those games, which would be interesting to know. But go ahead, brother. You give me the AAA matchups one more time. You got Midland St. Albans. And then University versus Hedgesville. Yeah, right. I got St. Albans. I saw them earlier this season. And in that particular game, they didn't really have it that night, but they're getting hot at the right time. They've, they've right. And players that have played in a winning program. They know yep. it's all. Speaking of turnouts, that is a really big local one. Oh, yeah. St. Albans will be there Friday morning at 10 a.m. for sure. No question. That place will be packed. I'll take St. Albans. Double A, um, yeah, taking Saint Albans to win it all. Yeah, I got I got Saint okay. Albans winning. Okay. I don't I don't it see. Pains me a little bit coming from a Nitro guy, but I'll, I'll let you roll. <laughs> who's the clear cut dog in in Triple I don't think there is one, um, Mike. I, I might go University myself, but okay. And that's that's even being blind on them, just knowing they've beaten Bridgeport, knowing they've beaten Morgantown. It was pretty good to get out of that. You know, I might go them. Fair enough. That's a good yeah. pick. You know, you just want to get, you want to go and just do all. You want to just do it one at a time. 
Yeah, shift. What shift? What's your just blind pick here, man? Just <laughs> uh, blind. I'm telling you, very blind. Uh, only because I knew <laughs> one of the Roberts boys out of Cabell Midland. He played it. He, I think, he went on to Wake Forest as a corner yeah, as a safety. Yeah, hey, and that's that's a good pick, shift. Because I mean, Midland, big school, great program. Been a long time since they've been there because Hurricane kind of dominated it for a little bit. They're, they're trying to reclaim that uh kind of that throne there. Midland used to be really, really good back in the in the mid to late to uh 2010s area. So I could see that. Midland kind of re- re- reclaiming it. I wouldn't be shocked like, if anybody wins it, though, honestly. I was going to say, sounds like if they get out of what they play St. Albans right out the bat. Yep. I think that might be your state tourney right there. That's the I mean, I, comes out right there. Granted, well, I, I'll be interested to see University. That's a Morgantown school. I mean – you know they're going to have some some big kids, and I believe I believe that Maisie's son plays for university. Oh, he be there. I think he'll whammer. Nah, he won't be there. He'll be in Lexington. We'll get to that here shortly. Why is he watching the counterclocks play when his kids in the state? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a regional mic down there against KPP. <laughs> but um, oh man. So let's let's hit up uh. Let's go double A here, boys. What what are you thinking, Shift? I'll blind reaction again. I can't you got your, well, you're going Winfield. Yeah. You're Winfield. Yeah, yeah, I can't go against the uh, – I'm a homer there. My buddy would kill me. Yep. <laughs> so, Torso's putting on the general helmet. So, you, so, you're, <laughs> so, you're going Winfield as well? Yes, I am. All right, boys. I hate to do it to you. <laughs> Give me Shady. Shady. Give me Shady. I will those say boys, those boys have come so close in basketball two straight years to losing the title game. Oh, Shady got some players that are got some players were. that are on that team. I think Mans they'll use him, and I think they'll hit on uh, on Saturday in the title game. Because also I think from what I've heard, Winfield in terms of the secondary pitchers after Fry, maybe not as good obviously as as Fry is there. So maybe Shady out hits him. On uh, on Saturday, so uh, I'll I'll go shady. I'll go different from you guys. Nice. So so we just gave Winfield the the luxury of not being the kiss of death. Um, you well, know, I was gonna the, say you know the, the, the all girls, three icon. Yeah, the girls wanted in softball, so they did. Ooh, it could be interesting. You could have a whole a little Winfield winning it in softball and Wahama in softball. Then both turn around and win it in baseball potentially. Could be interesting. Maybe. All right. What do what what do we got single A boys? I'm not picking Catholic. I'm picking Tyler Consolidated. I'm sticking to, sticking with it, even though I'd love to pick Wahama. All right. That is a very wonderful, straightforward pick. Um, I'm going to pick Wahama. I think they knocked on the door last season. I think they have pitching. I think they have timely hitting. I think they're going to ride a wave of energy early enough. You see the Coco? Going to hit them hard? I love it. Love it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, we'll see how the game unfolds. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Wahama. I got, I have to echo Mike because they have the fan base, and I, if I can get chirped at, I hope they get as much chirping going. Bring out all the antics, baby. Are, are you? I hope it's the same umpire, and you sit relatively. In the- <laughs> you remember <laughs> giving it to, giving it to. Step oh, off, boys! Step off! Step off! Hey, do you do you think the uh, the umpires there at uh, K 
PP in this Lexington Regional would get after us the same way Sunday. Hey, man, potentially, fellas, Kentucky WVU, like a deciding game on a Sunday night, that's road trip worth for a chance to go to a Super. What do you think, fellas? Would you make the two-and-a-half-hour drive? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. And it's an interesting regional. You got Indiana. I don't. And um, Ball State. Uh, I will say there is a hotel shortage. Oh, is there ever. (laughs) Hit them with that shit. So there's a music festival on top of some other festival that, you know, Kentucky crowds bring in thousands for their bluegrass. On top of the state tournaments, on top of the regional, I, I would even say this regional is probably fourth on the pecking order of what to do in the Lexington Danville area. <laughs> You're going high school state tournament. Yeah. That's interesting the way they set it up too, by the way. I don't think the pick, the 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 boys and whoever those men are picking the regionals figure this one out. I got England out there. I took a, took a wrong turn. I had to turn around. Um, just past Lexington. That, that that place is gigantic. I think they're booked up there all the time anyway. Like <laughs> Lexington's got it going on. Not to mention the counterclocks. Nice. Yes. <laughs> is, 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 You're is, all about you were all about the counterclockers. Is the regional at that ballpark? It's at, it's actually not. It's not at Wild Health. It's at KPP, the, the Kentucky on campus facility. That's why. So, and, and now, granted, KPP is really nice. Probably nicer than the Wild Health. Um, while ago, they'd be hitting a lot of at Wild Health. Didn't we talk about Great America Small Park? I don't, that's playing in a thimble there. <laughs> it really is. Hey. <laughs> It is wild though. They're letting them stay in the dorms, by the way, fellas. But they're yeah. gonna have to pay to do it. Indiana and Ball State said they're West Virginia hasn't committed, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> where they're staying, we're gonna put them in. Uh, we're gonna put them in some tents, boys. We'll put them in somewhere. But I think uh, the Mounties better. Uh, we better travel. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I think we will shift, and I think. Because, I mean, you're going to have a lot of people in the southern part of the state that can make that drive maybe just as easy, a little easier, less than an hour than you yeah. would go up to Morgantown. So I think there'll be some fans. Now, NCAA tickets are kind of a weird situation in terms of how you have to get a hold of them. Um, and a lot of them go, obviously, to the host schools, which makes it tough. But Kentucky hasn't been playing great of late. Um, WVU, obviously, lost five in a row. We would be hosting right now. I think it's kind of garbage in some respects because teams always have losing streaks, right? But when you lose, when you lose at the end, it, it's, it seems to be so much more magnified in this sport than just like having a five-game losing streak in the MLB. It's like it happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And then the what's his name? JJ uh, Weatherholt. Weatherholt. Oh, he gets hot. Yeah, it would be a good time to have a good weekend for him. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, they've got they've got good pitching. They've got, I mean, a solid defensive team. I mean, Weatherholt and Tucker up the middle are is about as good as it gets defensively. And Weatherholt, the way he's hitting, Tucker as well this year. I mean, he's up for, you know, shortstop honors. You've got McNasty out there in right field, pretty tough. 
Landon Berry running everything down there, or excuse me, Brent Berry running everything down in the center. You got Landon Wallace, who's in the three hole, been hitting the cover off the ball. Hussey at first plays the most power on your team. Um, and then Dane Leonard behind the plate's been very, very solid all year and, and a very good defensive catcher. So, like, man, West Virginia before the, the losses to Texas was the only team in the country that hadn't lost three straight games in over two seasons. Now, granted, we lost those three in tough, tough place in Texas with a lot on the line, which makes me a little nervous for this week because if you won one in the Big 12 tournament – or excuse me, <clears throat> if you'd won one against Texas, you would have won outright, and then you lost the next two – the Tech game, like, you never really brought your pitching around. You, you didn't start your guys. You got down. It didn't work. The Oklahoma State game was a great game. You know, uh, Ben Hampton threw a great game for WVU. Was, was definitely had his good stuff. And, you know, Oklahoma State just was able to kind of find a way to win it. Now, I will say, game was tied, boys, in the eighth inning. And a bump was laid down by Maisie and them. My, Mike and uh, Shifty, they called an, a, an obstruction on the runner, running to first base, didn't hit the first baseman. The catcher just had to kind of throw it toward the inside. Well, the first baseman was pulled. They ended up calling it on West Virginia. It kind of torpedoed the inning, and then Oklahoma State scored a run in the bottom of the eighth and won it. Mm. It's a tough one. And now, and then they get to host a, a regional in Stillwater, and WVU slid that's all the way to the two line. Yeah. That's, that's a holiday. I'm starting to not like the holidays. <laughs> Old Matt and protect well, Oklahoma State. Uh, brother, Brian, Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, they seem to get uh, a lot of lot of beneficial calls. Oh, I think they're it, what in Ventura is it? Isn't he the on the bench or something? He, they yeah, were I know he used good. to be. Yeah, Ventura is on the bench coach now for them. Kind of wild to have a former big league manager as a bench coach. But yeah, there's something going on. I think there's there's some. <clears throat> collusion in that program talk about you know having some pull but no i i agree i think that programs i i would love to see them upset but that's a that's a tough place to play Stillwater. oh yeah but you know what though wouldn't shock me yeah, i mean they could be flat i mean they're they're regional i mean dallas baptist the old dbu patriots are pretty tough i've heard that. see that i mean Oh, oh, the old UW Washington squad had to travel out there. Could get interesting. I mean, I, I love these games, though, because it's like you're putting three really competitive teams together, and it's like, hey, you can't lose twice. You lose twice, your season's done. It's it's one of the best weekends of the year. Now, granted, Super Regionals are great, too, but, man, I mean, when you got 64 of the highest quality games and they're just going from noon to freaking 1 a.m., can you beat that? You can't. Same week as the state tournament going on. It's a beautiful thing, boys. A lot of baseball. Lots of baseball. A lot of baseball. Clemson's been hot as a firecracker. Shifty, they've won like 15 straight games. Yeah, that's, a cuss, you know, that's, a cuss, that's a cuss word in my family. So. Yeah, I know. That's kind of why I brought it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of orange going to be there. Yeah. With Tennessee going there. And, hey, I'll throw this out there, a little shout-out. I can see Tennessee. Program my sister oh. spent some time in. Charlotte, the Niners. Yeah. Don't sleep on them. I say I'm a conference USA champs. Tennessee flopped last year, right? Yeah, like the that the program. Oh, I yeah. can see I mean, them they were like fifty and one. Some, some redemption, maybe some there. Try to show up at least get to the supers or you know Omaha. I don't know about that, but I could see them beating Clemson. Oh yeah, I mean Tony Tony Vitello's program. 
you know, if, if they were able to beat Clemson, then the next week you either get Auburn or you could still host it if it's Southern Miss or Sanford. Like, yeah, I could see Tennessee uh, yeah, sneaking around there and getting to Omaha. Yeah. yeah. Especially after last year, kind of not being able to get the job, finish it off against Notre Dame like they did. That, you know, I could see them being a redemption-type squad. Um, the, the other side of the West Virginia uh, – Super equation there is in Baton Rouge. Um, LSU was number one in the country pretty much all year. Like, Cruz is short, man. He's a player, SEC player of the year. Just a dude. And that Skeens cat can really throw. Um, so Cruz, you want him to be a pirate? Is that what you're talking about? I, I believe. I believe so, boys, from what I've seen. I'll, I'll get a little bit of an advanced scout on him here these next few weeks. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Listen I'm to just this. saying, just saying, you know. Stepping um, up the game, buddy. Or, or, hey, hey, <laughs> I, I'll be interested to see, though, if LSU makes it. I mean, Alex Box Stadium going to be tough for anybody to go in there, but Oregon State's a, a quality program, and so is Sam Houston. Like, it's not easy for, for the uh, the purple and gold Tigers. Holy yeah, yeah. Tiger. You know, it's not going to be easy for Bayou Bengals, man. Gold um, and by the way, how about Tulane? Making it out of there with a 19 and 40 record, winning the American, beating ECU, and now they're sitting here and they're going to be playing in this thing with 40 freaking losses. I know ECU is pissed. You could tell. Oh, I saw some of the showcase. They are mad. <laughs> yeah, they're mad. But hey, what what are you to do? Hey, win it the happens. games. Yep. You play to win the game, so <laughs> win it. <laughs> As Herm would say, you know. So, hey, man, if you hear you want to hear a speech like Herm, the Augie Garritos. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hey, oh. my hope shifty is that Oregon State or Sanford or Sam Houston State wins that regional. WVU finds a way to get through Lexington, and then we host Super. That'd be pretty fun. Um, It'd be wild. Looking, looking around here, Arkansas is hosting TCUs in that regional with them. Arizona is not – that's not easy at all. Somehow Iowa's a two, and they got North Carolina as a three, and Indiana State's the host. Like I just expect to see North Carolina make it out of there. I don't even, I don't even, I don't know anything about uh, Indiana State other than that, like they're like five and nine against top fifty, and yet they're a host team. Feels like to me that's going to be one that gets a little fishy. Yeah, I like Arkansas to win the whole thing. To throw that one in there, they're, they're pretty good. They're pre- I can see that. I, I'm always partial to Vandy. I think they'll make it out and probably play. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Dallas Baptist gets by Oklahoma State. Um, Ooh, Ooh. You, we, we going we going Oklahoma making a run again as a three or, or ECU taking out Virginia. I don't think Virginia makes it through. I think they're going to lose in their regional. ECU, go ECU, Purple Pirates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like Coastal. Uh, over UNC, over the Wilmington of North Carolina school there, uh, Coach Montenegro and the Dukies as well. Um, I like Coastal there. You got Campbell, NC State, and South Carolina Regional. That's interesting. South Carolina um, can be good, but I'm, they've been really tough down the stretch, just like West Virginia. Feels like Campbell, right? Campbell, the Camels would be a yep. great story. The Nobodies. As they were called there, as they were the sitting there getting ready for the selection. Story to get to the dance, you know, like the final. 
Omaha, then, you know. But I'm gonna, I have to be a homer there, too. I've got to go with my Gamecocks, baby. <laughs> hey, NC State will be interesting, too. Don't turn your pack on the Wolf Pack there. <laughs> Um, like UConn, Texas Tech, eh. like I don't see either one of them taking out Florida, although Texas Tech and Tim Tadlock, they have a great program year in and year out. Wake feels like they're going to take out Maryland or Northeastern. Uh, the whole Bama thing is really crazy considering they you know, fired the coach for the supposed like gambling tip to his friend, and they're still hosting a regional. Um, but Boston College, man, they missed an opportunity there. I think they should have been the host at that new facility would have been kind of fun to see that. Um, but man, best time of the year in terms of college baseball. And I'll say this too. Let me take the dirt bags of Cal state Fullerton to take, come out at Stanford regional as a three. Give me that boys. All I on love it. it. I just don't see Stanford good this year. At the old sunken diamond as they like to call it. It's going to be, going to be a fun, fun week boys. On the MLB, really, that much. I mean, we, we, you know, we could. The Pirates are in free for all. It was a panicked month of May. Your Yanks are starting to turn it on there a little bit, Mike. You kept telling us that. He was right. He was. The, the Reds are playing decent ball. I mean, Judge, Judge is the Yanks right on Judge. The the Braves are kind of pulling away, but the the Fish yeah. and the Mets are starting to play. It better scary. That's the scary. Phillies are kicking it around though badly. Um, I don't know, boys. What are you, what are you thinking here in the uh, in the show? You burying everybody. Just it's over. Like, Ooh. anybody that's like noticeably terrible, but like somebody. Well, okay, let's let's go ahead and say now Oakland are RIP for sure. Yeah. Even though they've beaten the Braves the last two hey, weeks. I know, Lord Jesus. Um, I'll also bury the Royals. 17 and 39. It's about time. Um, and probably the Rockies. I'll, I'll make them the first casualty in the NL. Okay. The division, that division's just so tough. Cardinals. Goodbye. Float on. Ooh. On away. Really? Burying the Cardinals? I, hey, shift. as much as I'd love to, they're only four and a half back at the moment. So yeah. <laughs> they're just no, starting to find I don't it. See it. I Devil Magic it. might be alive and well, boy. I don't see the Cardinals. Well, uh, they uh, July fourth. What's the All Star break? Mm, July like seventeenth. So the we'll have to make one of these up, buyers or sellers. Oh, oh we will. Selling is definitely the Cardinals. Mm. Interesting. Hey, I'll say this. I think the whole Yachty not being there thing been much, much, much bigger deal than they could have ever imagined. They just and to, it's it's continued to they continue to struggle as a result. They're pitching. And he may have had a big influence on that. I don't know. Oh, he did. I mean, I think he literally almost I saw AJ Przinsky do an interview and it's essentially like Yachty almost ran the team. Like even when he was catching, like not catching, like, hey, should we pull this pitcher? Like Yachty was pretty much the GM, the manager, and the catcher. Yeah, he and now that he's not he there. Knew. They're struggling. Yeah, you don't you don't see that a lot ever. <laughs> right? Giving them all three titles, 
you know. I'm, I mean, I'm, the Central man, anybody could win the Central though, and like that's why I'm still giving out hope for the Bucks. Hopefully, finding a way to win this rubber mat or win this second game here with the Gi- Giants, the Giantes, the Giantes out there in San Fran, and um, get back to 500. I think if you're around 500 in the Central, you're going to have a chance. It's absolute pillow fight this year. Yeah, I'll take a pillow fight. Sometimes pillow fights are kind of fun, you know? They can be. <laughs> they can be. Hey, let's give a little credit to the Diamondbacks here real quick. They're getting back of the Dodgers playing good ball. They got a good back end of that bullpen with Castro and those boys handing it over. You know, the starters have been good by uh, Corbin Carroll, Christian Walker, um, Perdomo at short. I mean, they're they're hitting the cover off the ball. They're running first to third a lot. I mean, been a great team to this point in the season. And that's without Ketel Marte really doing much at all. Yeah. They're gonna have to prove it in the in the play. So you're not you're not sold on the snake shed shifty. No. So I mean obviously prove the Padres I mean Padres are still sitting there seven and a half games out of first behind the Dodgers and still six and a half behind you know the snakes there. Um I mean, man, you know, it's interesting because we, we want to bury in the Rockies there, as I did. They're four and a half back in the wild card. That, you know, nobody is putting – nobody is really trying to win and, and get into the, the postseason at this point in terms of the wild card now, other than Arizona. They're, they've kind of uh, accelerated themselves into that fourth position out of the six playoff teams right now at least. Granted, we're only getting into June. Yeah, well, well, now, Oakland, so. they're done. Oakland's no. done. Kansas City's done. And quite frankly, the White Sox have been really bad. Like, they're 10 and a half back in the wild card in the AL. Yeah. But, like, man, that division, though, like, they're still six back. Like, I could see them getting hot. They got Liam Hendricks back. They got some good players. I mean, Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez. Maybe there's some overrated players. Tim Anderson, I don't know. I like Tim Anderson, but it's like it just hasn't gelled for him this year. Maybe it might, and it very easily still could, so I don't want to bury them yet. Man, they've been tough to watch this year. The old would, South you say, would you say the NL pillow fighting is a lot – that's what – is a lot less than what I think will be a a, a fight towards the end on the AL – like, it could be – it could come out of nowhere. You know, like, I could see the Rangers and then the Astros being a wild card team. Oh, and then probably even Seattle. Or, I mean, heck, the whole AL East is still in the equation as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, the fact that Boston's sitting there two hey, games over and in last place in the division. Baltimore, the Orioles showing up. Now – my dad and my brother went to a four-game series when they played the Braves. Oh, okay. Oh, did they the go to Orioles. the Peacock game? They were there on the Sunday morning? They they were. I was what like, a that's, a, that's a, a first, game. a Sunday sanctuary. You know? I'm, try, I'm, trying, I'm trying, Shifty, to go this Sunday, potentially, uh, to the uh, Pirates and Cardinals Sunday morning at PNC Boy, Park Baseball nice. Heaven. Nice. Yeah. You know. yeah they, he said they, they were very impressed by the young Orioles 
They could tell these boys played in the minors together. Still, and the wins. still you know, getting facial hair. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> Gunnar Henderson, Adley, we're looking at yeah. you, you know. But like they're he said they're bullpen. So like I lights out this. Cano they're, and Batista. Yeah. I mean so, they're big old dudes too. Big monsters. I'm like, man. So you know, watch out. Tampa, yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Is, is that Del Shorebirds? Is that Orioles? Maybe that would be. Yes, yeah. it would be. Spend some yeah. time on there together. Oh yeah, you know the old Shorebirds, the old, the old birds on the bat. Yeah. You know, and, and, and throw this out there too. I mean, Yankees five and a half back of, of uh, the that's Rays. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This will be a fight. Yeah. It'll be a fight is, for the wild card. Oh, man, it, so much time still left. And like we said, we dedicated a lot of talk this episode to the to the boys, you know, coming to the state tournament and to the uh, to the college ranks. So we get into June. We'll, uh, we'll narrow our folks a little bit more on the buyers and sellers, let things play out a little bit. But, hey, reality of it is, guys, we're we're sitting here getting close to the 60-game mark. So we're, we're fastly approaching, you know – Getting to where the sample size is getting a little bit, just write it off, which is fun. It's a good time of year. Yeah, you're trying to hold on to the end of this game, aren't you? I am, buddy. I am. Bad <laughs> <laughs> just put it in the books. Two oh, hours. come on, come on, baby, let's go. Raise a Jolly Roger, please for me, please, Jolly. And then we'll end the podcast on that's, this. That's all we're that's all we're hoping for here, boys. The time effort there. Bender's pretty tough. Going upstairs there. Now you can hear the uh, the calls of Bob Walk and Greg Brown now, back in now, the, the background. They were, they They're the best go. team in baseball, by the way, announcing wise, no doubt. I like them. Yes, I do. Ooh, what a pitch! I That's will say, cool. David Cone did talk well about pitching. How the that upper strike was not a thing in the nineties. It was more east and west. You get that black, you know, hit a little bit of black, a lot of Ooh, a lot of white. You were afraid. You were afraid to go up to stairs in the nineties because if, if you didn't get by them at the letters, that thing was going getting turned back around four hundred feet at you. Yeah, they had different swings, right? Or whatever launch angle, whatever junk that is. But it's a different game. Or the pitchers are different. And he just closed it, baby. Raise it, baby. Raise it. Back to five hundred boys. And still and we're going to raise the Jolly Roger and the Bird. That was a bomb. Into June, so that's what we're talking about. <laughs> there it is. We have ourselves a great – we've had two great months of baseball. we got a third coming on the way. We're rounding third. We're heading to home. Till next time, y'all, take it easy. Head out to the ball fields. It's good for the soul.